Hi, welcome to Injury Insight. I'm Brody, and today I'm joined with Josh Temptition, and today he's going to show tell us about his um, injury that he's sustained, or injuries, and uh, his recovery process. So Josh, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, no problem. So um, what is one of the main injuries that you've had throughout your life? Because we all get injured, but I know for you specifically, you have one that's pretty bad. I mean, there, there's two, two big injuries, and they're, they're very two different things. Um, I classify one as very much physical and the other one very much mental. Uh, physically, the biggest one I had was back in 2020. It was the fourth day of the year. I remember it very well, unfortunately, but um, what happened is I'm a soccer goalie. I went to training in the morning. I did the same movement several times. Uh, I did it one too many, pushed off, uh, I was on my knee, I pushed off, and I felt something pop up around my hip area, and I just remember this feeling of excruciating pain, uh, I yelled out, something popped out, something popped out, um, I was just lying on the floor, um, I, 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 I'd never felt anything like it, it was such a shock, I, uh, stayed on the floor, we called the ambulance, and... What happened is I had gotten an involvement fracture. I'd broken my hip. I had around the size of a toonie missing from my uh, hip for bone. Um, unfortunately, it happened around the hip flexor, meaning that I could not move it whatsoever. I could not swing it. I could just basically sit down, and even then I was in an extraordinary amount of pain. Mm. Um, on the In the ambulance ride, I had to take opioids for the pain. Um, I went into shock. Then finally, when we got to the hospital, the doctor had taken a look at the uh, x-rays and they had told me that nothing was wrong with my leg. Obviously, that wasn't true. So my parents went back in and said, we want the radiologist to take a look at it. And they said, oh, yeah, there's a large chunk of your bone missing. Um, very painful uh, because of the swinging motion, the pain from the swinging motion. I had to be in a wheelchair. Um, that creates some anxieties going to school as well because since you're in a wheelchair you're you're in high school on the wheelchair um and most of my classes were on the second floor so it, it i felt really singled out having to use an elevator on my own i needed a teacher to activate it for me it was it's really stressful um and then you have this moment when you walk into the class or <laughs> my case i rolled into the class and um, everyone just looks at you, their jaws drop because this person who they knew was athletic just is in a wheelchair now. Um, yeah, it's a very painful experience. It's something I never want to ever do again. Um, physically, it is the worst injury I've had when it comes to pain. However, the second injury that I have, which I'd classify more as a mental injury, was when I got a concussion. It was a double hit. I'd gone to training one day I was uh, I was so uh, so committed to impressing a coach to fight for a spot on the team that I had wanted for so long I got hit in the back of the head with a knee I felt so dizzy I kept playing and I looked at the coach I was I don't feel well and then he just said keep playing um, I was so desperate to to get on the team to keep my spot on the team and start the game that I played anyways and I remember after that practice I was I couldn't walk straight I was so dizzy I had to sit down my head was pounding um 
next day the pain had had gone away a, a fair bit i trained again and i had gotten hit in the back of the head again by a ball it had hit off the um crossbar and i my head landed awkwardly on it and at that point i was so dizzy i i just couldn't get up really and i knew right away that i had to stop at that point um my my head was pounding so much um this happened i think i'm going on two years now um from this so i do i want to say it was towards the later end of 2021 this happened um i mean the pain in relatively uh, relative to the broken hip was nothing however the part that hurt was the recovery stage when i went to the doctor they told me that you have a concussion and I, i have to say i did expect it when i came into the doctors and they told me to do nothing do nothing if until it, it goes away um i found out that was a big mistake um later on I uh, started to try and do small things. I tried to read, and then I realized just looking at the words that, oh, my God, I, I can see letters, but there's no words. Uh, nothing made sense. I'd try and type things out, and I couldn't get my schoolwork done. Um, that was terrible. Um, so then I couldn't go to school for a very long time. I had to be dropped from courses that I was in. Um, I was in a special program at that point that required a lot of physical activity. I couldn't do that anymore. Um, then, unfortunately, um, we made the big decision to go to physio. And I have to say that that helped me out so much because if it wasn't for my physiotherapist, there's a lot of techniques and exercises that helped me get back on par a lot sooner than maybe I should have. The, um, the biggest thing is that they had told me that what the doctors had told me to do is to stop everything for as long as it takes was wrong because you want to, it's like any other injury. If you break your hip or you do something, you want to nurture it slowly back into doing the motion so you don't keep any damage. You can get your brain back to where it was. At that point, I had already waited two weeks before finding this out. Um, so my, it, it took me a lot longer to get back into where I wanted to be. Um, it, it, it was just a mentally challenging experience. Um, I can't see, I couldn't see my friends. I couldn't read anymore. You feel like you've lost something so basic that from the first grade, you know how to read and it, it's just, it gets taken away from you. Uh, it got so bad that I, I couldn't do anything. And sometimes I, I went to a really dark place in my head because when there's nothing to do you kind of think of the worst case scenario and sometimes I just ended up thinking about if I was to end everything if I was to get rid of all the pain and how would I would necessarily do it um that, that was probably one of the darkest moments of my life it's not something I want to revisit on uh, uh, to ever do again. Um, I'm lucky my family was very, very supportive to get me back to where I needed to do with everything medical-wise. Was it physio? Was it finding something to do to entertain me? Um, 
Uh, I'm very thankful that by the end, after months and months of waiting to get back on par, to be able to read, to be physically apt, to play sports, to be with my friends, um, I couldn't have done that if I didn't have the people around me. So just going back on something that you've mentioned, um, you spoke about you having to take uh, opioids for your hip injury. Just like briefly, was it, was it something that uh, was ongoing where the doctor prescribed you more or was it just because you were in that ambulance for that specific time? So when the paramedics came, they gave me a choice between morphine and opioids, so they fentanyl. And I have a major phobia of needles and the opioid, the fentanyl, was a shot in the nose and I took that. It is one of the worst experiences I've had in my life. I'd recommend the fentanyl to any, uh, I'd recommend the um, morphine to anyone. Do not do the fentanyl. It is a very bad experience. Uh, the next days you will feel like crap. Um, I went to shock. I was laughing and my hip was moving at the same time. And I was in excruciating pain. I was laughing and crying at the same time. Um, it is, I, I definitely recommend the morphine because it can also, the levels can be also adjusted a lot easier. Whereas it was, I think I took four shots, which was the maximum you could possibly take of uh, fentanyl. And I had a broken hip, which is extraordinarily painful. But when I go into the ambulance, they put a a monitor on to look at my breathing. Why do I have this on? Well, fentanyl can sometimes cause you to stop breathing. And I was, I mean, looking back at it is, okay, I was in pain. I couldn't walk, but at the same time, I could breathe. So... I definitely recommend the morphine for anyone who is in that position. Was it something that after you got that in the ambulance, was that something that was ongoing where the doctor wanted to prescribe you that? Or was it just in that? It was It was just for the moment because at that point, my body was going into shock. I was just, we no one knew what had happened. I, for a second, I really really thought I dislocated something. I'd, I'd never broken something like that or I'd never dislocated anything at that point but it was just that feeling of popping out. So it was only for that moment. It was only for that extreme pain. Um, after that, it was really, it, it was just ice, Advil if I needed it. Uh, that was the only medications that were prescribed to help with the pain. So when you had your concussion, what was the timeline between your hip and your concussion? Was it like back to back or was there like a few years in between? Um, I, th I, I want to say there was, it, it was probably a year and a half, okay. um, between that. And it, it, it's super hard sometimes because you think, you think after everything you've gone through, this is the worst of it. And for something like the concussion to have happened to challenge me afterwards was, it, it, you know, it's, it's a bit of the double whammy. It, mm -hmm. it, 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 it is hard. It definitely made it harder because I had just come off the back of a big injury um, I, I do believe I was probably fully healed in, by August of 2020 for my hip. Um, mind you, I still feel it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, even now, like I go for a ball when I'm playing sports, I'm, I'm still back in it. And I just feel this massive hesitation from my hip wanting to push off to jump. Um, but that, I'd say that fully healed or to what it 
we'd consider fully heal at tw- in the um, August 2020 thereabouts and then probably October of 2021 is when I got the major concussion. So coming off of that hip injury, were you nervous to start playing soccer again or um I, I was always nervous. It was more, I wouldn't say it was nervous. I'd say it was frustrating because I try and push off my hip so much. Like I try and push and push and push. And to feel that your leg does not have any power in it is a weird feeling. It's not painful, but it's very odd to see that you're not to where you were. And you, you get very frustrated because you're trying, you're trying, you're trying. You know you should be able to do it, but you just cannot. So... After these two major injuries happened and you've recovered from it, playing soccer now, is it something that is always in the back of your mind? Like, what if this happens again or a different injury sustains? Like, what is it specifically that makes you want to keep playing? Is it just the love of the game? Uh, for soccer, it's, it, it, it's very much the love of the game. It's staying active. But I get very worried sometimes when I get hit in the head. Um, like I said, that caused probably the darkest, most uncertain moment of my life. So to know every time I get hit in the head, any time uh, a cleat or the ball hits hits me in that area, if I go back there, I don't know what I'm going to do because it is such an excruciating process to come back from. Um, and even when I go for something, I can feel my body trying to protect my head above everything and it's really hard to break that um unfortunately i do think it is just one of the long-term side effects of getting hit in the head well that was uh very insightful obviously and showed your resilience coming back from both injuries back to back so i wish you the best of luck thank Thank you very much thank you for coming on thanks for having me